The next NBA season is almost here. And going into next season, each and every team has one tough question that they need to answer. And Bleacher Report asked this question about the New York Knicks. We're going to look into what that question is, if it really is the toughest question for the New York Knicks, and we're going to break down how the Knicks can overcome it. We're going to look into this and so much more today. Let's get started. What's the toughest question for the New York Knicks to answer heading into next season? Well, thanks to Greg Schwartz of Bleacher Report, we now know what that toughest question is. According to Greg Schwartz of Bleacher Report, the New York Knicks' toughest question heading into next season that they must answer is the following. Should the New York Knicks shop for a superstar be their next step? Well, according to Greg Schwartz, now a summer removed for pursuing Donovan Mitchell, should the Knicks be sniffing around other potential stars or run this exact same group back at least another year? I think I can help answer that question. They're likely going to run this exact same team back. And how we can understand this is how they moved in free agency. They traded away Obi Toppin for two second round picks and then they added Dante DiVincenzo in free agency. They re-signed Josh Hart. All signs are pointing to them keeping this core of Julius Randle, RJ Barrett, and Jalen Brunson together at least another year. So again, the question that Greg Schwartz is asking here, will the New York Knicks be sniffing for another potential star or run this group back for at least another year? Everything is pointing to the fact that the Knicks are looking like they're going to run this group back at least for another year. That doesn't mean that they're not sniffing and hoping for one of these major stars to become available. A Luka, an Embiid, somebody of that tier. They're definitely hoping for that, but they're not waiting for that. They're definitely okay heading into the season with the same roster and just building this roster patiently and doing it the right way. And once that star that they want becomes available at the right price, that's when they're going to go ahead and strike. And that's when they're going to go ahead and shake up the roster and try to add whatever star is available at that point in time. And the funniest thing about this article from Greg Schwartz is in this same article where he asked that question, he basically gives himself the exact answer that I just gave you as well too. If we take a look at what Bleacher reports, Greg Schwartz wrote right here. The Knicks proved themselves to be a good team with 47 wins and a playoff round win last season. Making the jump to becoming a truly great team is extremely hard to do, of course. New York can choose to ride things out, hoping for some internal growth from players like RJ Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly, and Quentin Grimes. Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle should continue to be borderline all-stars on a yearly basis as well too. So as I stated before I even read that, Greg Schwartz, you answered your own question in the exact same article. Your question, are the New York Knicks shopping for a superstar the next step? We all know, yes, that is the next step. But if that superstar is not made available, what is their goal? What are they going to do? Well, they're going to build this roster patiently. And they're going to continue to do that until that disgruntled star becomes available that they want at the right price. 
Once that happens, they are jumping. They are jumping, folks, for that trade to add that player, whoever that player may be. Because if it's that star that they want, best believe the New York Knicks are always going to be in that conversation. Given the assets, the assets that they have in that war chest that they keep dragging around each and every single trade negotiation, they're going to bring that to that same negotiation table once that megastar becomes available. I don't know who that's going to be. It might be Luka. It might be Embiid. I don't know who that's going to be. But whoever that is, the Knicks having this war chest of assets are always going to mean that whoever that star is, the Knicks are going to be in the mix. But Greg Schwartz, again, you answered your own question. The Knicks are okay with running this team back because of the success this team had last season. They basically traded away OB, signed Dante DiVincenzo, and re-signed Josh Hart. Those were the moves that the New York Knicks made all offseason. I know some of you guys are killing me in my comments, but what about the two ways? What about the two ways? Okay, yes, they did sign some key two-way players, but these players are two ways. They're not permanent players on any roster, so I'm not going to count them right now. Let the Knicks either convert them to a standard NBA deal or let the Knicks sign a proper backup to Julius Randle. Once that happens, I'll mention it and I'll praise it. But until it does, I'm not praising or talking about two-way players. That for me is not an upgrade in any means because I have no idea what the New York Knicks are going to do with these guys or if these guys are going to see any time on the Knicks. And with Tom Thibodeau and his nine-man rotation, are you really trying to sell me that? Please, I'm not going to even entertain it. That's why I'm keeping the Knicks offseason moves as OB being traded, DiVincenzo being added, and Hart being re-signed. That's all the Knicks did for me. And if you're looking at just that, it tells you what the Knicks want to do. Add key pieces, key talent. For them, DiVincenzo fits that shooting need. So there you go right there. Josh Hart was the perfect fit after the trade deadline for the New York Knicks. So you wanted to treat him right. He left money on the table for the New York Knicks to sign Dante DiVincenzo. So obviously the Knicks wanted to do right by him, giving him the max extension that they could possibly give him. And that's exactly what they did. And now we basically know the blueprint right now for the New York Knicks. Wait for a star. And until then, build this roster patiently. So Greg, yeah, they're comfortable moving into next season with this exact same roster, riding hopefully that momentum from last season that that roster helped give us. That's essentially what they want to do until a star becomes available. A lot of fans, though, use the eye test and they look at, can Jalen Brunson Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett as a trio work together because obviously I think a lot of people myself included thought that when one of the three was off the floor they all did better together when Randle and R.J. were on the floor together I thought they did better together when it was Brunson and R.J. did better together when it was Randle and Brunson did better together I think when there's a combination of two of the three on the floor together, it works. When all three are on the floor, it doesn't. And I think there's a reason for that. They all need the ball in their hands to be effective. 
All of them, especially R.J. Barrett. Jalen Brunson, though, is the best of the bunch between all three of them, the best ISO scorer among all of them, and he does pass the ball as well, too. Albeit, though, sometimes when he passes the ball, nobody catches that ball and shoots that ball well, so he doesn't get credited with the assist, and sometimes there's no game plan on offense for him to run. A lot of times it's dribble handoff, penetrate into the paint, and see what happens. So that's also some factors we got to think about, too. But Greg Schwartz also acknowledged this in his article trying to answer this question for the New York Knicks. According to Greg Schwartz, there's some hesitation with this plan of keeping this core together. The Knicks core of Brunson, Randall, and Barrett only had a net rating of minus 1.8 in 2,896 possessions last season. A sign that this trio might not ever get to an elite level. The overall roster could use some extra shooting as well too. We all know after seeing that playoff series against the Cavs and against the Heat, the offensive futility that the New York Knicks displayed. Yeah, I think we all know, Greg, we absolutely need more shooting. The Knicks tried to add that with DiVincenzo, but that's really all they did. They didn't really address it in any other way as of yet. But to go back to your point about the trio, yeah, like we basically stated before we read that little piece from Greg Schwartz's article on Bleacher Report, that trio, even with the eye test, before we go into the numbers, which Greg Schwartz did give us, I appreciate that. If you use the eye test, it also doesn't look like it works. Now, maybe that could be first year jitters, chemistry issues on the first year, whatever. Jalen Brunson and RJ Barrett looked really, really good in the playoffs. But what did I say? Jalen Brunson and RJ Barrett. Notice I didn't mention the other part of that big three, Julius Randle. Supports the fact again, two out of the three can work, but all three together, it's hard to work all the time. But they can prove me and everybody else wrong this season if they come out effective together as a trio. If they come out effective as a tandem. If they come out dominating and doing exactly what you wanted them to do last season on an effective level because they have all that chemistry built up from last year. So I hope the New York Knicks can shut down a lot of the haters and go into next season even with the same roster and make a lot of noise in the Eastern Conference. A lot of people think that the East got better and in some ways it did, but not every team got better. And the Knicks, if they do this right and start off the season hot and ride that momentum, they might find themselves in the same exact playoff spot that they were last season or in a better position because sometimes chemistry can make all of the difference. If you like this video, go ahead and leave a comment below, smash that like button, and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace.